0: A Supreme Court ruling on the Trump administration's plans to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census was expected in June, but now there may be something gumming up the court's well oiled process. And it comes from files that surfaced after the death of a Republican redistricting consultant. Joining me is Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. So Greg, start by explaining what was found in the files of Thomas Huffeller and why it's significant.
1: Well, June, what was found was a draft study that he performed uh, that talked about how adding a citizenship question to the census would actually help Republicans and white voters because it would allow for districts to be drawn in a different way such that um, uh, a district that might otherwise be Say heavily, heavily Hispanic, heavily Democratic would have to take on more territory, have to bring in more people, and therefore um, uh, the voters in the in those districts would have a bit less clout. Um, And that those files seem to match up pretty well with uh, some of the documents in the census case. And the allegation is that uh, Mr. Hoffeller's uh, 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 work actually fed into the, census, uh, the Commerce Department's decision to include the citizenship question on the census.
0: So how would that enter into the Supreme Court's discussions of the case before them?
1: So one of the big issues at the Supreme Court is the the, the the Trump administration says the reason we're adding this question is because it will help us enforce the Voting Rights Act. In other words, it will make it easier for us to, to bring cases that say uh, Hispanics are being discriminated against because we'll have a better sense of uh, uh, you know of where there are citizens in, in the country. And uh, there has the argument uh, w- a finding of a federal a trial judge in the case was that 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 rationale was a pretext that wasn't the real reason that the administration is trying to add the question. Well, this evidence if you believe it, uh could show what the actual reason was, not that they were trying to help enforce the voting rights act, but actually that they were trying to help elect more republicans.
0: Now, um in the the evidence right now, this new evidence is just before Manhattan Judge Jesse Furman, who decided the government couldn't add a citizenship question after a trial. What's happening right now?
1: Yeah, so the procedurally, this is is uh, pretty much uncharted territory and certainly complicated. The case supposedly is all at the Supreme Court, and Judge Furman shouldn't have anything to do, but. Uh, those challenging the question have uh, filed a letter with Judge Furman saying, "Hey, look at all this new evidence and it it suggests in fact shows they say that some people on the government side were misleading in their testimony, um, and so they are essentially trying to get." Furman to open up the case, reopen the case, at least in some sense, to uh, uh, impose sanctions on the Trump administration. And one possibility, at least, is that the sanctions would be you have to submit to, officials have to submit to a new deposition, and they may try to uh, you know, gather some more evidence and more findings from Judge Furman to, to present to the Supreme Court before it makes its final decision.
0: The Justice Department says that this had, the claims are false, and it played no role in the department's request to put that citizenship question on the census. Now, the Supreme Court, as you know, usually bases its rulings on the evidence before the trial court, the arguments filed in the, in the briefs in the case. Would the justices even consider new evidence at this point? It's not at all clear. I asked a, a number of,
1: of Supreme Court lawyers yesterday if they um, you know, knew of any real precedent for this. And there wasn't a really good parallel. Um, so it's hard to say um, exactly what the court would do. Now, one possibility, depending it, uh, on how the conservatives look at this case, is that they might say it doesn't matter to us regardless. One... one uh, argument that the administration has been making is, look, the, the, the Commerce Department has put forth a rationale that, that makes sense, and you need to defer to that because the, the Commerce Department, which oversees the Census Bureau, has very broad discretion in deciding what questions go into uh, the census. So it's possible that uh, all this evidence really wouldn't matter to the, the five conservative justices on the court in in any event. Um, I would expect that, that all this new information will at least in some way enter into the opinions in the case, if only in a dissenting opinion.
0: So when we spoke last about the census question after the oral arguments. You seem to feel that they were basically going to ignore the evidence about, you know, Wilbur Ross and whether he who he talked to before and and rule on sort of the concept. Correct me if I'm wrong, because so that would mean that this new evidence really wouldn't matter to them.
1: Exactly. That was that was what I was uh, suggesting earlier, that that was at least the sense that that uh, a lot of us got from the argument that that was where it seemed like the conservative justices were. Now, arguments can be deceiving. I I, I don't think, you know, uh, based on. What we know about this case and the way the argument uh, went that this is a slam dunk at this point from the outside. Um, There's certainly a a possibility that uh, Chief Justice Roberts is a lot more sympathetic to the challengers to the census question than he let on uh, during the arguments. Uh, You know, at a minimum, one would imagine that the chief justice, who cares a lot about the court's institutional standing, uh, would be bothered by the image of this court, both in in this case and potentially uh, another uh, pair of cases involving partisan gerrymandering, that he would really be bothered by the perception that this court is doing the bidding of the Republican Party, uh, but there's at least the the potential, depending on how those cases come out, that a lot of people are going to think that's what's happening.
0: And, Greg, you spoke to Rick Hassan, who's a voting rights expert at UC Irvine, and it's interesting. He thought that these revelations could make the court's conservatives even more likely to back the administration.
1: Yeah, he had an interesting take. Um, So there was a case a few years ago called Evanwell, and it had to do with... what how uh, when, when a a state is drawing districts in this case it was state legislative districts um, and is trying to comply with the one person one vote principle whether it should be using the total population which is what states generally use or citizen voting age population and in this case the supreme court said um, this is a fairly narrow ruling it said well at least states are not required to use the citizen voting age population um, but, uh, justices Alito and Thomas in dissent in that case, uh, said, it suggested that they were strongly inclined to say that at a minimum, they should be allowed to use that measure. And that would be something that would likely help Republicans at the polls. And so, uh, Rick Hassan's point is that. Uh, To the extent that this new evidence suggests that the real reason was to help states uh, draw districts using citizen voting age population rather than total population, it might be something that some of the more conservative justices are very sympathetic
0: to. All right. Thanks so much, Greg. We'll learn more next week. That's Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr.